Welcome to Honest Real Raw, the podcast that inspires people while keeping it real. Welcome back to episode 9 of the Honest Real Raw podcast. I'm your host, Victoria DiPaolo. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope that you're all doing well and staying healthy and taking care of yourselves. Um, I've been working hard these past few weeks and trying to stay focused because it's the final stretch of classes and exams. I have a month left and I know that there are a lot of listeners who are students, so you can relate, but for everyone listening, just hang in there. The nice warm weather is around the corner and it just gives us something to look forward to. So um, yeah, this week we are going to be talking about rejection and the fear of rejection and failure. And I think that it's something we all experience at one point or another in our lives. It could be at work, at school, in our personal lives, but it's something that we have to face. And for many years, I had this fear of rejection, and I'm sure that many of you can relate, but uh, in my case, it was a crippling fear. I would stop myself from doing things like going out and participating in activities, and I just missed so many opportunities because of this fear. And I've come to realize this as I've grown up, but the fear of rejection is very powerful and often has a far-reaching impact in our lives. At least it did in mine. But, you know, I think it's normal for, for people to experience some nerves when placing themselves in situations where they could potentially be rejected. But, you know, when that fear becomes so strong that it actually stops you from moving forward with your plans, then it becomes an issue. And, you know, there could be many underlying causes, um, you know, for people to feel this way. It could be due to an early childhood trauma or being abandoned or bullied. Um, But this is a very serious problem uh, that many people face and that a lot of people struggle with, so... You know, with that in mind, I've put a lot of thought into this episode and I wasn't even sure that I wanted to talk about this on the podcast until this morning when I woke up, but I decided that it was important and that I should share it because it might help others deal with their fear or maybe even relate it to their own situation. And, you know, this is very scary for me to talk about because I'm kind of having to dig deep in my own feelings and thoughts and emotions here, but it's the truth and I'm being honest and vulnerable and that's the whole point of this podcast, so I'm I'm actually glad that I'm talking about this. So, yeah, when when I think about why I fear rejection in the past, I I think that I didn't want to have to experience the hurt and pain, you know, which are feelings that are often associated with rejection. But, you know, like most people, I don't find, I don't want to find myself in unpleasant situations. So 
I do all that I can to avoid feeling rejected. And, you know, in, in the past, that would result in me choosing to hold back from expressing my real thoughts and feelings. And and because of that, I I just, I didn't really say what I was thinking because I thought that if I didn't put it out into the world, then I wouldn't get hurt. So I kept things to myself. And, you know, in, in my case, this fear of rejection goes back all the way to my childhood. I remember feeling overwhelmed by this in elementary school. So that's a long time ago. Um, you know, just like simple things when it came to making teams for class projects or when we would play soccer or whatever sport, I was so scared of not being picked because of whatever reason. But, you know, I would often just choose to do my work alone because I didn't have to face the negative feelings if I got rejected. So, you know, I think you could understand what I'm saying. Um, but, you know, this feeling is very deeply rooted and started with something very simple in my life but ended up having a big impact on me in the long run and when I started high school uh, different issues and feelings started to arise and obviously um, you become more aware of your body and appearance at that age and you know I was quite tall and I have a bigger frame and as a teenager I was very self-conscious about that and Towards the end of high school, I um, started getting picked on. You know, I was called fat and I, w- I was bullied. And honestly, looking back, um, it still makes me feel sad. And sometimes when I really think about it, I get emotional because I was so vulnerable at the time and I didn't stand up for myself. I just. I just wanted to be accepted by my peers and um, by guys because my friends at the like my my group of friends in high school like they had boyfriends and they had crushes and and I was being bullied uh, by a group of guys you know they would like call me fat and all these like really hurtful names but I just I just wanted to be accepted by by them so. I just remember feeling so little in those moments and I was angry and you know like this was something that was out of my control that I didn't bring on to myself yet I was being rejected and I was being targeted for something that like I didn't have control over and you know I, I don't know if I should say the next thing but whatever I'm gonna say it because <laughs> It was a painful and uncomfortable moment in my life, but looking back, I I think this was a time when my fear of being rejected and my anxiety were very present in my life. Um, so like I mentioned, there was this group of people, like particularly a group of guys who used to do this thing called the whale call, where they would make these whale sounds um, when I was around to get my attention. Um, and if you don't know what that sounds like, you can look it up on YouTube. But they used to call it a whale call. And and they would say things like, um, 
here comes the whale or they would point at me and call me like ugly and I also heard them use the word ogre um yeah just like really mean comments and this one memory um in my last year of high school I I was in French class and my teacher asked me to hand out papers uh so I was walking around the class handing out papers to my classmates and I walked by one of the desks where one of these guys was sitting and he started making this whale sound in class and you know some people in the class laughed and others didn't because they recognized how cruel it was but I was so humiliated in that moment and I just wanted to cry and I think that the worst part is that it was done publicly and I remember feeling so small in those moments and it just, it happened on many occasions but that was one moment that really stood out for me. Um, But, you know, the reason why I'm talking about this is because this represented a kind of rejection that I had always tried to actively avoid and I couldn't avoid it because... It was coming from these people that I saw every day at school. They were my peers, my classmates. And at that age, you just want to be accepted. So, you know, like, you can imagine that this did not help my fear of rejection. And it had a seriously negative impact on the way that I viewed myself. Um, And and I was really self-conscious because they were, you know, so cruel and they targeted my weight and and they did this out in the open but I would avoid these people at all costs but it's difficult when you're in school with them and like um if I would see them I would just turn the other way in the hall and if I could avoid them during the lunch hour I would um If there were school functions or parties that I knew these people would be at, I just wouldn't go. And, you know, just to say I didn't even want to go to my own prom because I was scared that I might be humiliated. But, you know, luckily I I had a close uh, friend group that were supportive and and kind of pushed me to go. and, And I ended up going, but, you know, that was really the only party that I attended Um, because I wanted to avoid these uncomfortable situations so I don't know I I missed out on a lot of things in my last few years of high school because I I just I couldn't take the the pain that was associated with that so I don't know I, I don't really have um hard feelings toward these these people and I've let go of whatever anger I felt and I see it as something that helps shape who I am as a person today. And, you know, actually going through something like this at a young age, um, I guess it was very hurtful. But I think that I learned a lot about myself and it made me resilient. But, you know, at the time that that feeling of rejection was very very present and um, I was very aware of it
So after high school, um, you know, that overwhelming feeling obviously stayed with me. And um, I was, but I was like starting to learn about myself and get out of my comfort zone. And I met really nice people in college and made amazing friends that I still keep in touch with. So socially, the fear of rejection that I had was getting better and I was more confident, but like I still had a lot of work to do. And um, after CJEP, when it came time to applying to universities, I was really nervous about that. You know, even though I knew I had strong grades and I had done a lot of volunteer work and I had a few jobs, so I had experience, but I had this thought in the back of my mind that I wouldn't get accepted anywhere and I would have to confront a very uncomfortable, painful situation. Um, And another thing that kind of like ran through my mind was that people knew I was applying to university so if I got rejected and people knew it would be a hundred times worse I was going to feel so embarrassed and this didn't even happen but I was just like thinking about this yeah so anyways I I ended up applying and I was accepted to a few schools and I got waitlisted at one and I took it so hard and it wasn't even a school that I wanted to go to it was like my plan b school but it didn't matter because in my mind, it was the equivalent of a rejection for me. Like, I was waitlisted, that's it. Even though I didn't even want to go there. But, I don't know, when I look back on that now, I think that it sounds ridiculous, but it's really how I felt in that moment. And, yeah, I, you're probably saying, like, yeah, she's really hard on herself, but... <laughs> The truth is that I wanted to succeed so badly and that the thought of failing was so embarrassing and shameful in my mind and and it wasn't a real option. Like, I couldn't fail. And that was pressure that I put on myself. And, you know, it's it's something that controlled me. I felt like I had no control over that. I... Like, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say, but I would constantly have this worry on my mind. It was agonizing and and people around me didn't understand because I always had good grades. I excelled in school. I excelled in extracurricular activities. I had good jobs as a student. I I got opportunities. So it didn't make sense to them that I had all this fear and that I was scared of failing and it was like, okay, it doesn't add up, but this was very real for me and it was something that that was like very present and I think that it's something that I still carry to this day. Um... You know, so if we fast forward to university, I was studying poli-sci and when I was coming to the end of that degree, I I started to kind of think about what I wanted to do after I graduate and I felt that same overwhelming feeling that I had felt my entire life. And, you know, in my last year, I had applied for a job 
Um, and it was something that was outside of my comfort zone and outside of my field of study, but it was something that I, I'd always wanted to pursue. It was a dream of mine and um, I got deferred for a year. Uh, so I, I received this deferral and I, I was only able to like reapply a year later. So I had these plans in my mind that things were going to work out a certain way for me and I would graduate and embark on this new journey. But that door closed for me for, um, you know, a temporary amount of time and I was crushed. But something was different this time and and I had a different perspective because I had more experience and I decided to shift my mindset and I told myself like okay this is a one-year deferral it isn't a complete rejection you can always reapply and and give it another shot and I think that my reaction and you know response to that situation was the beginning of my mindset you know kind of changing and and it was the first step uh, in overcoming my fear of rejection and and failure, and um, I had graduated from my bachelor's degree at the end of the fall semester, so I had a full semester off from school, and during that time, I worked and and it gave me a chance to. Um, work on my applications for law school and uh, you know do activities that I like and I had way more free time and I really just used those months to relax and reflect on what my next move would be and how I had to get there and I told myself that I couldn't let my fear of failure dictate my life anymore I couldn't let it hold me back because it was really heavy to carry and I was sick of it but I realized that you know I had just been refused from a job and I had put in a lot of effort um, I wanted to be a competitive candidate for it and I, I had just done a lot to get to that point and it hurt but nothing bad happened to me when I got deferred like the world didn't explode and life went on and things were fine and I just had to try again. So I realized that rejection doesn't define you, but it's how you react to that rejection that defines your character and who you are as a person. Like, I don't really know how to put this, but for most of my life... You know, rejection and failure were these dark, looming clouds and and I was always trying to run away from them. But I started to embrace it and it made me a much calmer person. I was a lot less anxious. I was more spontaneous. But, you know, this didn't come overnight. It was an accumulation of the experiences I spoke about earlier. So like what happened in high school and elementary and all that. And, you know, facing rejection in school. Um, getting out of my comfort zone, trying new things. And, you know, meeting people who believed in me. And it taught me to believe in myself. So, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is that failure and rejection 
taught me not to take things for granted and not to be so hard on myself because failure and um, the feelings that are associated with it help to build resilience. And, you know, we can't always succeed on the first try. And when we think we do, we're only setting ourselves up for far more painful failure. And that's my opinion. But, you know, my advice moving forward um, is is pretty simple. And, yeah, I think I'm going to share it with you because I wrote some points down. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still working on it and... And it's a work in progress for me. I'm nowhere near like where I need to be. But, you know, I I would say that the first thing to do is to redefine your meaning of rejection. Because being rejected doesn't mean that you aren't good enough. You know, like, for example, you go on a date with someone and they never call you back or text you back after the date. And yeah, you could take that as a rejection or you could look at it as I went on a date and it was an experience and I met a new person. But, you know, you can use the time that you now have to find someone who you really connect with and who, you know, might be the person that you end up being with. So you have to change that perspective. Um. The second piece of advice um, I would give is to take a look at what you're doing or not doing. Um, You know, sometimes we play a role in our own rejection. And I realize that um, in the experiences that I've had. So let's say you're applying for a program at school. uh, Then make sure that you're a competitive candidate and doing what you have to do to have a good shot at it. Or if you have an interview for a job, make sure that you're prepared and you put the work in because you can always improve if you're rejected. So keep that in mind, like take into account what you're doing and how you can make yourself better. It's not always outside factors that need to be changed. Sometimes you have to look within. Uh, The third piece of advice that I want to give is to trust yourself enough to know that you'll get through whatever situation you're going through. And what I realized is that I wasn't scared of being rejected. My real fear was having to cope with the feelings that came along with rejection. I wasn't ready to face it. And, you know, the reality is that life goes on and... You're going to survive whatever dark thoughts you're going through. You just have to be patient and really trust the process. And the final piece of advice that I would like to give, and in my opinion is probably the most important one, but um, it's to look at life as a marathon and not a sprint. So... We live in a world where people want immediate gratification and, you know, when something doesn't go their way, uh, it's immediately a disaster. But the reality is that life doesn't work that way. We can't get what we want when we want it. You know, it's good to be determined and ambitious, but 
when you get rejected, just remind yourself that just because you're getting rejected now doesn't mean that you'll always be rejected. It means that it's just not the right time. And, um... Yeah, like just sit with that for a little bit. I I wrote those four points out and I kind of based it off my own experience and and the things that I've learned in the past few years. So I thought that was interesting. But uh, that brings us to this week's segment of um, getting deep. And uh, before I give this week's question, I wanted to share some of the answers I got uh, for the question I asked in episode eight. And uh, just a little reminder of what that question was. It was, what would you do differently if you knew that nobody would judge you? And I got a few really, really nice responses. Um, A listener wrote in and said, I would love to perform on stage in a musical or play. It has always been a dream, but my fear of being judged has held me back. I wanted to get involved in a small production last year, but the pandemic hit and things came to a halt. In the meantime, I'm working on my singing. And I really love this answer. Um, It kind of made me happy and I'm glad, I'm really, really glad that people are comfortable enough to share with me. I say it every week, but the fact that people even answer is like amazing. But um yeah, I thought this was a really cool answer and I hope that this person gets a chance to fulfill their dream. So keep working. Uh, your time is going to come and thank you for sharing that. Another answer that I got uh, from a listener was very similar to the one that I shared. Um, and this person said that they would sell their belongings and live a minimalist lifestyle And they want to travel the world with just a few items, no schedule, so just a backpack and lots of free time. And I could totally relate to this person's answer. And um, I told them that when when they wrote to me. So I thought that it was really cool that, you know, you hear some people like talk about their dreams and wanting to go for it. And and others are just like, I would give it all up today. But yeah, yeah. That brings us to the end of this podcast. So thank you to everyone who writes in and answers the questions that I ask. I love being able to have these exchanges with you. It's so rewarding and it puts a big smile on my face. And I'm really grateful for the responses that I've been getting so far. And yeah, I just want to say a big, big thank you. Uh, before I go, I wanted to remind you that I teamed up with some wonderful local businesses uh, for a giveaway. And I mentioned it, I think, in episode seven. But it's finally going to be posted uh, and it's coming this week. So be sure to follow my Instagram page so that you can enter um, at Honest Real Raw Pod. Um, I think that you're really going to enjoy the giveaway and what we have planned. So stay tuned. On that note, have a great week. Stay healthy, stay safe, and make sure to keep things honest, real, and raw. Take care.